You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio. InfoWars. Tomorrow's news today. Welcome to the Thursday, October 12th, 2023 edition of the Alex Jones Show. I'm your host, Alex Jones. I know a lot of folks have been asking, where am I? Well, I'm not on vacation. I can tell you that. And next week, you'll be able to know why I've not been here on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and today, Thursday. I will be back in Austin by the end of the show today. And you have my commitment that I'm going to be doing Saturday and Sunday shows straight through for the rest of the month to make up for the four days I've been gone. But next week, you will see one of the reasons that I've been out of town. And that's going to be very important to the fight against the globalist. So that said, I want to point out that uh, Owen and, of course, uh, Harrison and Chase Geiser and everybody have done a great job while I've been gone. I want to commend the crew and just point out that I will be back in the office this afternoon with reports and more, and I will also be back in studio tomorrow, Friday, hosting the full four hours of the transmission. I don't want to cut into Jade Hour's time, so maybe I'll co-host with them in the fourth hour. So there is an update on that front, and then I'll be back Saturday. We'll do a live show like we did last week uh, for several hours at noon, and of course I'll be back Sunday, 4 to 8 p.m. Central with the Sunday transmission. So I am not... uh, I'm not lavishing myself, uh, being fed grapes under a palm tree somewhere. Huge, big news. You'll see it next week. I'll stop right there. Okay, the entire house of cards is coming down for the left. And I've pointed out that I am neutral on the Palestinian-Israel conflict, uh, but I do not support the Palestinians going in and killing all those men, women, and children. I also don't like some of the facts that the settlements have been involved in basically ethnically cleansing uh, the Muslims, uh, the, the, quote, Palestinians as well. But I am not a tribalist. I am not in one of those two tribes. And I see the larger 35,000-foot view that when it comes to Iran and Hezbollah and Hamas and the Democratic Party, they're in thickest thieves. The Democrats have unfrozen, as you know, $6 billion a month ago, and then that allowed them to reallocate the other money towards these attacks. Hamas has bragged that, obviously, Iran was helping coordinate and green light the attack. I said that Saturday, the day of the attack. I got attacked for it. Now, it's admitted that I was right. That's just historical fact. So I knew when I was saying that, that there was already evidence of it. It was going to come out. Then, if you expand on that, you also got... People are mad at me for saying $7 billion of weapons out of Afghanistan. They're saying it's $87 billion. The Pentagon number is $7 billion. Whether it's $7 billion or $87 billion, it doesn't matter. That was criminal, what Biden did. And obviously, it's way more than $7 million, but that is an undisputed number. Uh, if you count all the infrastructure and all the things that were done, yes, it's over $80 billion. But $7 billion of weapons is just unbelievable. But let's just you know divide it in two and just say it's $40 billion in weapons. It's unprecedented. And if you or I sold one of our rifles to somebody in Hamas or Hezbollah, we'd get 20 years in prison, and we should. But when our government does it and then knows full well what's going to happen, they get more power and more control over our lives. And the whole apparatus that was set up for 9-11 to deal with, quote, radical, aggressive expansionist Islam has now been turned around against us. And that brings us into what's currently going on and happening 
when our government allows intelligence failures like 9-11 or intelligence failures like we just saw in Israel, they get more power, they get more control, they get more funding. And, we, and, we, and we're seeing that yet again. And then we see Black Lives Matter, not just in New York, but in other uh, major cities around the country, demonstrating in support of Hamas and Hezbollah and putting on images of hang gliders with the Palestinian flag and cheering them on. It shows you how sick these people are supporting the murder of women and children and and absolutely loving it because they hate everything the West stands for and they see Israel as being a big part of the West and it certainly is what I'd call more of a Western culture outpost. So these people will support terror attacks when they happen in America and I believe we will see Hamas or Hezbollah or both sleeper cells activate and carry out attacks sometime in the next year. If the government isn't put on the spot and made to shut this crap down now, we'll be right back. Infowars.com tomorrow. Rallying patriots worldwide in defense of human liberty. It's Alex Jones. It's Thursday, October 12th. The year is 2023. I'm your host, Alex Jones. We're going to be live here for the next four hours. All right. Obviously, the big story right now is the fact that Black Lives Matter has been publicly demonstrating, not just in New York, but around the country, praising the Hamas-Hezbollah attacks in Israel. Why is anyone surprised by this? The Democratic Party is funded by the largest, most powerful banks in BlackRock that control over 80% of all the assets and money in the world. They want to destroy the Western world. They don't want the third world aspiring to an American way of life. They admit this, it's their plan, and they're bringing in the ESGs and the central bank digital currencies for the social credit score to micromanage and control every facet of our life. And to get us ready for the discrimination of the ESGs, they are coming out and saying, oh, we're gonna have reparations for black people, or oh, Uh, If a little black girl gets kidnapped, we're going to show that more on TV than a white girl because she's more important. That's meant to just train you to be discriminated against. So with the ESGs, they can discriminate against you because of what type of car you have or what type of foods you eat in that database to track and control every facet of your life. You don't have to wait for this to happen. This is being implemented now. The airlines, the big airlines, and many other companies are already putting your carbon score and your ESG score on your ticket when you're checking in. So read the contract. They're getting you ready to force it on you, but they're already asking people to opt in and pay money for carbon offsets. Some of the carbon offsets go to set up these giant scrubbers here in the U.S., billion-dollar factories that suck carbon dioxide out of the air and then sequester it in the ground. It gets more insane than that. And obviously, we'll be covering it here more on the broadcast. Bill Gates, they're already doing it, are cutting down trees and burying them to, quote, carbon offsets. So when you buy carbon offsets, you're paying to have life-giving gas sucked out of the atmosphere and to have trees cut down and to have initiatives to have farmers' land taken and ranchers' land taken, not just here but all over the world. It's happening now in the Netherlands and in Ireland to literally kill off their cattle herds because you get, you know the answer. Methane that cows pass, fart, is now being listed as toxic as well, even though it's part of the atmosphere and part of what holds the atmosphere in. But I, I, I'm going down a rabbit trail here. The reason I'm bringing this up is 
when you see Disney and Anheuser-Busch and all these big companies and Nike uh, putting billions of dollars into Black Lives Matter in the last five years and funding these riots around the country, and the vice president, when she was a candidate, Kamala Harris, bailing out hundreds of violent offenders that were involved in arson and attacking people, you name it, they're literally encouraging their criminal mobs to be ready when they activate them to burn this country down. And that's the same reason they brought in all these Islamists who are almost all military-aged men. <clears throat> same thing's happening here into the United States. They're given smartphones by the UN. Uh, they're given smartphones uh, by the State Department U.S. aid operation on record. They're given debit cards of thousands of dollars a month to get to the United States. And once they're here, they're politically organized into groups that they control. So they're not soldiers yet. Some of them are. But what they are is a block of people the criminal government controls because they can deport them any time they want. But all of their deportation hearings have been set at least a year to two years out. Most of them have been set in the year 2030, many in the year 2035. You heard me right. Look it up yourself. You can't make this up. So as long as they behave themselves, as long as they keep the cell phone on them, as long as they... Are, are, are under globalist control, then they're allowed to stay in the country. But before they get here, they're put in a refugee camp in Africa uh, or in areas of Latin America or areas of the Middle East for up to a year, usually about six months. They're brainwashed. They're prepared to hate Europe, to hate America, to hate white people. This is on record. They're then brought into the next country, and then they stay in another refugee camp to be brainwashed and prepared for a few more weeks. And then they're sent to refugee centers quote, migrant centers, illegal alien invader centers all over the United States because places like Illinois and New York are getting pissed off. Biden has announced that they're planning to sign an executive order as early as next week to put ankle bracelets on them and make them stay permanently in Texas and Arizona. Now you can see the control. That's how they're going to turn the states blue, by giving them driver's license and then by letting them vote, as they're already doing in city elections across the country. So this is the admitted plan. This is the replacement migration. It's why the ADL comes after you if you talk about it, because if America wakes up to this and stops this, it's over. It's over. Biden's brought in 10 million conservatively since he got in. That's a conservative number. Four million confirmed. That's confirmed just this year so far, and it is accelerating. So when you see the squad out there celebrating these attacks in Israel that are so brutal, understand a lot of people don't like Israel. People don't like other countries. They don't like having to give money to Israel. I don't think Israel's perfect either, but understand this. There are much bigger sleeper cells inside the United States, tens of thousands in cities like New York, thousands in, in cities like Dallas, conservatively, in Austin, Texas, that are ready to attack when they're given the order over their cell phone, ready to shoot you up at the bus station, ready to attack your church, ready to attack your synagogue, ready to attack the police station, ready to set up a truck bomb, ready to poison a water supply, ready to dump chlorine gas because they're the maintenance man down a 50-story ventilation system in your building and kill you. So understand, that's what they're training to do. That's what Iran's training them to do. They're prepared. They're ready to do it. And of course, when it happens, then O'Biden 
we'll just be able to get more power and more control and maybe even suspend the election coming up in only 12 and a half months. That's what they've been setting up. That's what they've been uh, preparing. And this is a life and death situation. So just like we made their attempts to run new lockdowns, a number one issue and backed them down to a great extent in the last two months, if we get ahead of this and call Congress and call C-SPAN and call our legislatures and go to the meet and greets with Congress people and peacefully but forcefully get in their face very decisively and tell them when the terror attacks come with these Hamas and Hezbollah cells, it'll be Hamas directed, excuse me, Hezbollah directed. When that happens, they will be held accountable for their criminal negligence and, and really racketeering and working with these organizations to do it. The CIA, the FBI are saying the number one threat is Trump supporters. The CIA is not supposed to even be operating domestically, came out in Congress months ago, but that's indeed what they've been doing. So this is the setup. Remember, after 9-11, did the government get in trouble for letting it happen, bare minimum? No, they got more power and control. And it was always about the American people. And now that's what's been set up here again. So again, emergency alert, emergency alert. There are hundreds of thousands of military age jihadis in the United States. Hundreds of thousands of them that came in under Obama and that came in under Biden. Trump shut it down, 99%. Banned them even coming in from nine countries, period. Because they were flooding in under Obama. And they are here and they are ready and they are pissed and they're ready to go. And they're all over Europe and they're all over the UK and they're all over Australia and they're all over New Zealand and they're all over every other major Western country. They have huge training camps in Northern Mexico that are on record. Local newscasts have carried it. This is the globalist ace in the hole. They basically have a self-destruct system or, or a suicide bomb planted on our chest with these hundreds of thousands of military aged men. So even though you're not a suicide bomber, your government has brought in the suicide bombers who have collectively put a big suicide bomb, three pounds of, 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 of C4 explosives strapped to America's chest that any time the Ayatollah Khomeini or any time any of these people want to give that order, their sleeper cells are going to murder you and your family. And then the government's going to put you under martial law and take your freedoms and target you with a giant police state they've set up. And that's the reality. And that's why it's important to support InfoWars. That's why it's important to spread the word about this broadcast. That's why it's life and death to get this past the censors and get this posted on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else. How many times do I have to be right? How many times do I have to tell you before it happens again? And this time it's going to be a much worse than 9-11, but thousands of little attacks. Infowars.com, tomorrow's news today. We'll be right back. Where were you when humanity was fighting for its life? Where were you when the globalists were caught trafficking millions of children for sex slavery worldwide? Where were you when the New World Order was starting World War III with Russia? Well, I know where you are. You're watching and listening to InfoWars.com right now, and I salute you and thank you. And I want to encourage all of you who've been in this fight so long to realize we've reached the critical juncture in the battle now. And a key tool in that fight is the Great Awakening defeating the globalists and launching the next great renaissance. This is my second book, part two of The Great Reset and the War of the World. It's a longer book, a quite frankly more powerful book, 
And just like the last book went to number one, it is up to you to send us to number one right now. This is a cultural fight against the globalists, and it funds the InfoWar. Get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Awakening right now at InfoWarStore.com. I want to thank you all for your support. This is a book everybody needs. Get your copy of The Great Awakening right now. The most powerful InfoWars life formula yet. DNA Force Plus is now back in stock for 50% off in our flash sale. This elite formula contains the most cutting-edge enzymes, potent antioxidants, and traditional naturally occurring ingredients to protect the vitality of your berry DNA. The powerhouse ingredients in DNA Force Plus include PQQ, CoQ10, organic reishi mushroom, astrologus roots, rhodiola roots, and an array of even more incredible antioxidants, and extracts carefully chosen to help support healthy heart function while promoting energy production down to the cellular level. Provide your cells and DNA with the protection they need and try a bottle of DNA Force Plus today for 50% off or for 35% off. Grab the combo pack with DNA Force Plus and body's whole support. Better hurry though because these sales will be over in a flash at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. On March 20th, 2003, the United States invaded Iraq. Exactly one year before the invasion, Alex Jones predicted it. So now everybody's going, wow, it really was the Iraqis. That's just because they're getting ready to invade Iraq. What a beautiful setup. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. And we are back live on this Thursday edition Owen Schroyer and others are set to take over here in just a few moments. But I wanted to go back to something I mentioned last segment because I just mentioned it and I didn't get back to it. It probably sounded crazy like when I say Bill Gates wants to cut trees down or block out the sun. Look it up. It's real. California introduces ebony alert to find missing black kids, young women. So on highway signs and on amber alerts and on jumbotrons inside the cities, they're going to tell you when a little black girl gets kidnapped or, or black boy. Great. Anytime they get kidnapped, they should. Colorblind, no matter what color they are, whether they got you know, white skin with little freckles or, or brown skin, that is so evil to introduce the idea of race. But that's what they're going to, to divide and conquer and control. These are very sick, evil people. And that's why they're sowing the seeds of racism and trying to bring back basically segregation into this country where the Democratic Party controls and manipulates the different sides. Please support InfoWars now more than ever. Please, please stand with InfoWars now more than ever and understand that we are not backing down and understand that we've got our finger on the pulse of what's really going on and understand that, that we are the most hated by the globalists because we have the greatest understanding of how they operate and what their game plan is and that if this message gets out to the wider masses, it is game over for the globalists. Now that said, 
When I leave town, revenue drops massively in InfoWars to a point where we'll shut down if I basically wasn't the host. And it's nothing against the other hosts. They're amazing, but it's the Alex Jones show. People tune in for me because that's the basis of the show. We need your support. We're fighting for you. We're fighting for ourselves. We're fighting for our children. We have a flash sale of DNA Force Plus that is our flagship product. It's so good for your whole body, so good for your cells. Makes your telomeres last longer. does so much. It is powerful. It is real. It works. It detoxifies your cells, your blood, everything you need to get it. 50% off. We haven't done that in a year. Infowarstore.com. Infowarstore.com or 888-253-3139. Also, my new book, The Great Awakening, How to, the Plan to Defeat the Globalist and Launch the Second Great Renaissance. It is available and starts shipping in just seven days at Infowarstore.com. It's in stock we have the signed and unsigned copies. The signed copies are a fundraiser. I want to thank you all for your support. InfoWars Platinum is back in stock. The HGH Max Boost, the 1776 Testosterone Boost, the Pain MD, they're all three private labels of an already nationwide certified bestseller that people absolutely love and works great. InfoWars Platinum back in stock. InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. Owen is loaded for bear. So is the rest of the crew. Huge amounts of news and information for you today. Please spread the word about the broadcast. It's how we bypass the censors and the controllers and how we expose the plan to launch the new 9-11 inside America and Europe to bring us under the total police state control grid. They're doing it with COVID. They're doing it with the climate change garbage. They're doing it with the, 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 the water power grab. And now they're coming for all of our freedoms. We've got to stop them. We've got to recognize it. We've got to wake up. We've got to say no. But it takes funds and money and word of mouth to run this operation in the face of these centers and controllers. So I'm counting on you to break the back of the censors and the controllers by sharing the live links to the show right now and supporting the broadcast at InfoWarsStore.com. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alex. We are now live inside the InfoWars World Headquarters. Owen Troyer sitting next to me, Chase Geyser. And we're going to be discussing some odds and ends here in the short time we have remaining in this segment. In the next segment, we're going to have the individual on who Dan Crenshaw tried to assault, tried to trip, uh, quite frankly, for Crenshaw's sake and the guest coming up, Noel Frisch's sake. He's lucky that he didn't actually trip and fall and bust his head on the steps because uh, that would have been some serious medical issues. And then for Crenshaw, I mean, maybe some jail time, but I guess he's a protected member of the swamp, so probably wouldn't have been a problem for him. Uh, and then after that, I have heard that Alex is going to be coming back on the show with a devastating report on the sleeper cells that could be in the United States right now, waiting to have the Hamas moment that they had in Israel, which will, of course, be celebrated by the American left because they hate this country. They want the open borders. And uh, we've seen too much of that burning the American flag. They hate cops. They hate white people. I mean, they just hate everything. It's hate in their heart. Um, now, I want to just get something out there too we're going to be monitoring the house speaker race now i did not think steve scalise would have much of a struggle to become the next speaker but it looks like he may actually and so we'll be talking about that as well but first i want to play this clip and then get chase geyser's response this was john kirby yesterday addressing the media listen to what he says here in clip four ukraine funding we're we're coming near to the end of the rope i mean today we announced 200 million dollars um, and we'll keep that aid going as long as we can, but it, it's it's not going to be indefinite. So are we moving with a sense of alacrity? Absolutely. I couldn't give you a date certain on the calendar. All right. A lot of things to respond here, Chase. First of all, 
Clearly, the miscommunication is still going on between this Biden administration. One side says, we can fund them all. We've got unlimited funding for everybody. Nothing to worry about. And then Kirby says, we're at the end of the rope with the Ukraine funding. So I want to get your take on that. But then also, let's think about this. We've sent hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine, and now they're basically waving the right white flag saying, eh, didn't work. Russia won. We've got to pull out. Funding was for nothing. So $200 billion, all the weapons, all for naught. Yeah, and I wonder if this... Israel conflict that's going on and all the push to support Israel is sort of a way for America to graciously bow out of the Ukraine thing. And also, I'm worried that Zelensky's going to use his, use that as an excuse for losing the war. It sort of almost saves his face like, hey, we would have won if we didn't have our, our supplies cut off by the United States. It's a way to lose without losing and kind of blame someone else. Ironically, we see a Nazi regime finding a way to blame the Jews for another lost war. <laughs> Okay, well, you hit me with the comedy angle at the end. But, you know, Zelensky is now saying, oh, he's asking to go visit Israel. We'll see if they allow him to or not. He's saying, oh, I want to go visit Israel for solidarity. I think he's going to go visit Israel uh, for for money. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the conflict in Ukraine and the conflict in Israel are connected because I think that Russia and China and Iran are all working together to try to find any way they can to destabilize the dollar and replace it as the global reserve currency. And I think by... Russia having control of Ukraine, that's a way to supply food and energy to the region, food to China in a way that the United States wouldn't if China were to take Taiwan. These areas seem to be establishing an independence from the United States in a way that hasn't existed before. Yeah, there's no doubt the geopolitical issues there that most people don't understand. You know, the media just says, you know, Russia's the boogeyman. Russia's the bad guy. Well, hate or love Russia. We're talking about serious geopolitical shifts that are happening right now and a serious move to replace the U.S. dollar as the world reserve currency. And I do agree. I think a lot of it has to do with that. Now, how much how much direct influence did Iran or these other countries have on saying, hey, let's greenlight Hamas to do this? I don't know. The jury is still out on that. But no doubt they look at this as, hey, destabilization, weakening of the West. This allows our opportunity as Russia, China, the BRICS system, Iran and others to start moving their geopolitical chess pieces around on the board for their global desires and missions. And of course, the U.S. people are all asleep at the switch. The U.S. media is not telling you any of this. And um, the average politician just has the next big thing, whether it's Ukraine or a COVID or wearing a mask or a vaccine or now Israel instead of the real issues. All right, we're going to talk about Dan Crenshaw attempting to assault a journalist yesterday for asking him a question on the other side. Last year, we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of a society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself to the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. You're going to... You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
around it, the tip of the spear. It is the Alex Jones Show with Owen Troyer. Ladies and gentlemen, in the next segment, we got a huge breaking report from Alex Jones coming up. He wants to urge the listening audience, this is going to be very important information, dealing with the open borders, what we saw in Israel, and how it's all connected, and the dangers we face while we're being distracted. Now, yesterday, there was a news story that broke, and we showed you the video. We'll air it again now. Uh, Dan Crenshaw is in Washington, D.C., a couple reporters from the National File, Patrick Alley and Noel Frisch were out there just asking him questions, you know, like members of the media do to congressmen and women and people in D.C. with influence. And he didn't like that, so he tried to assault a reporter, tried to trip a reporter. Uh, luckily, nobody got hurt and nobody's head smacked the pavement or the stairs. But here's the video of Dan Crenshaw. I never thought he could sink any lower than his reputation already had, but it does. Check this out. So we're looping it right here, but there's the moment you can clearly see Dan Crenshaw intentionally try to trip Noel Frisch there from the national file. He looks down, sticks his legs out, tries to trip him right before he walks over the steps. I mean, honestly, aside from whatever we think about Dan Crenshaw's politics, this is just a beyond a-hole move, a beyond jerk move. He clearly did it intentionally. And so uh, Chase Geiser in studio with me, Noel Frisch, he was the individual there that Dan Crenshaw tried to assault. Now, obviously, luckily for him, luckily for yourself, you didn't trip and you didn't smack your head on the stairs there. It could have been serious medical issues. Um, however, I'm hearing that this isn't going to stop you from filing a police report. And uh, yeah, look, he's lucky that I'm as fleet of foot as I obviously am. <laughs> no, um, you know, had I, uh, you know, stepped the wrong place or something like that, something bad could have happened. And, um, you know, uh, I, as, as I'm a big guy, but thank, thank, thank the lucky uh, stars and thank the good Lord above that I got my feet under me. And uh, Dan wasn't able to, you know, dash my brains out on the stairs like he uh likes to brag about doing in foreign countries that uh, uh, our country sends soldiers to uh, illegally without congressional authorization. One of the things I noticed about it was how sneaky he was about it. It seems like he was trying to do it to the extent that he could trip you, but also to the extent that there was plausible deniability. Did he ever acknowledge to you or give you a look or any indication that he did it on purpose? I mean, it's obvious from the video that he did, but he was very sneaky about it. He had a few staffers around him, and one of my guys uh, sort of caught a, a glimpse of his face after kind of he realized what he had done and realized that we had it on camera because I think Patrick immediately says, oh, did you get that on camera? And we had a third camera, so we had three cameras there. And, uh, we, yes, we did. The weird part was leading up to that for about a minute, this guy likes to dish it out and, you know, uh, just talk a lot of jive. And um, I guess he, he cannot take it as, as much as he can give it, but – uh, he he actually like stunted like he was gonna bull rush me and kind of tackle me. There's another there's another video. Here we are analyzing this thing like it's the Zapruder film. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank God the CIA wasn't involved. Um, but uh, yeah, he he stunts like he's gonna run at me, and then he verbally even uh, predicts his play. He says, "Yeah, you're gonna fall. You don't look like you're very good at walking backwards." So actually, I, I think the term is malice of forethought. You can actually see. Uh, if you watch that earlier video, it's down there in that Twitter thread over there on uh, at National File. 
uh, he telegraphs his play. So th- this this is just a bad guy. This guy is just a punk. And um, him, guys like him and Derek Van Orden, I know for a fact that the, the real SEAL guys, they're not like, uh, it's funny, the Army guys call them the squeals. But m- most of the rest of SEAL, and not all SEALs obviously are squeals like Van Orden and Crenshaw. I know SEAL guys who hate Van Orden and Crenshaw. They hate these guys. And Scott Taylor, unfortunately, there's been this pattern of like the, the, the loserist of the loser SEALs after they get done with their service, just trying to ladder climb uh, uh, the society uh, and the societal ladder. And this guy's very uh, proud of himself. As we're walking there, he's like, he's saying, why don't you guys go get a job? And he goes, I have a job. And, and we're asking him, like, you think, you know, sitting in Congress and doing nothing is a job, Dan? You're, you're proud of your record? And he obviously is. He's very self-sure and self-satisfied. I just saw it for the first time there. He did do the, the head fake bum rush on you. You know, here, here, there's, there's two other aspects of this that I think it's important for people to understand. One, and this is part of the reason why they're politically persecuting me. The one thing our congressmen and women hate more than anything else is you being in their space. They don't want to deal with you. They don't want to ask questions from you. They don't want to face the people that they're screwing over every day inside of that Capitol building. And so that's part of the resist, uh, re- resentment here. That's part of the malice, as you said. Because they don't want you there. They don't want to have to answer to the people that they're screwing over every day. They don't want to have to answer to their constituents. They look down on us. And so that was your big crime was even being there. How dare you, you peasant? How dare you put a camera in Crenshaw's face? He's above you. He's your overlord. And so that's the attitude of these people. I've seen it firsthand. And I know, I know that that's part of the reason why they're politically persecuting me is they want to make an example. You don't go into D.C. and raise your voice. You don't go into D.C. and give these people the what for, the how to, or you will be crushed. Uh, no, actually, this is a government for the people, by the people. You're supposed to work for us and roll out a line here. But here's the other thing. If Dan Crenshaw, who has a vote in Congress, doesn't even have the mental capacity or the patience to control his emotions enough not to attempt to assault a journalist on the streets, then how can we trust this guy with a vote? Right. No, that's exactly right. Well, and here they are. They're going into one of the most important votes they're going to have. And it's one of the only votes left that actually counts and gets counted and, and matters anymore. Because we all know that the elections are basically you know, run by these computers and, and stuff now. Um, this vote counts because it's on a world stage. Everybody's watching. There's only the 435 votes. And um, and so this one matters. And it's so funny. The guy didn't even have the the, the, the balls to stand up and, and say, hey, I'm actually working for McCarthy or the, the McCarthy regime with Steve Scalise behind the scenes. Uh, a reporter, I think maybe uh, from one of the other um, conservative outlets put out there that uh, he was whipping votes for Scalise. And, and he says, no, I'm not. I flat deny that. I mean, the guy's a coward. And I think that's that's what this is. And he, he, you're right, Owen, to point out, he, you could have stopped your sentence that when they say the resentment and the hatred is for you. And you said being there. I might just cut off being there. It's for you. They hate you. They literally hate you when they're kicking reporters and when they're hiding from reporters and when they're refusing to go on record. All, all of that stems from their hatred of the people. One of the things that's been interesting about Crenshaw has been his unbridled support for Ukraine. I remember early on in the conflict, he was talking about how great this conflict was because it was a way for the United States to kill Russians without a single U.S. soldier being in combat. 
But I don't think he was realizing that if you add up how much money an American makes over the course of their lifetime, and then you funnel that in or divide the total that we've given Ukraine, you can actually quantify the amount of lifetimes of Americans we funded into this war. There's also that other incident, of course, where he attacked a questioner for asking about his faith. There was somebody that was during a Q&A session, asked him about his faith, and he was just malicious. Is this just a recurring theme with this guy? Are there any other politicians that would act like this? Do you think that the media would respond the same way to Trump doing this to a reporter as they did to Crenshaw? I mean, he seems really like a unique sort of sour in the bunch. No, he, he is pretty unique. I think there are others that do have a similar level of resentment. They're just much better at hiding and concealing that resentment. Um and that's what we were talking about with him when we were we were asking him about the forever wars in Ukraine that we know this guy loves. And these guys make money off this stuff. They're they have friends that are in industry and that's what they're doing. That's what they're here. They're here making money, getting wealthy, using the United States taxpayer and the United States Treasury to push things that. Yeah, that, that's a great point. They're virtually pocket. lobbyists in Congress just waiting for their jobs and their kickbacks once they get out. Noel Frisch from National File. Uh, we'll be following this case. We'll see if uh, your, your legal action against Crenshaw uh, gets any legs there. But he clearly tried to intentionally trip you. And, and, I mean, lucky for everybody, you didn't smack your face on the pavement because it could have been bad. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Jones, big breaking news coming up on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Alex Jones Show brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. The most powerful InfoWars life formula yet. DNA Force Plus is now back in stock for 50% off in our flash sale. This elite formula contains the most cutting-edge enzymes, potent antioxidants, and traditional naturally occurring ingredients to protect the vitality of your very DNA. The powerhouse ingredients in DNA Force Plus include PQQ, CoQ10, organic reishi mushroom, astrologous roots, rhodiola roots, and an array of even more incredible antioxidants, and extracts carefully chosen to help support healthy heart function while promoting energy production down to the cellular level. Provide your cells and DNA with the protection they need and try a bottle of DNA Force Plus today for 50% off or for 35% off. Grab the combo pack with DNA Force Plus and body's whole support. Better hurry though because these sales will be over in a flash at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. 
Jones Show. More breaking news analysis coming up here with our special guest here in just a few minutes. I want to issue an emergency worldwide terror alert to all Western countries from as far away as Australia to the U.S., Canada, Europe, the U.K., and of course across the Middle East and to Israel. Uh, Hamas and, quote, Hezbollah, their main funder and controller, have announced, and we'll put those articles on screen, that they are calling for global jihad against Israel and against Israel's supporters in the West starting tomorrow, Friday the 13th. Now, we've got several other big developments that fit inside this. Uh, Israel's defense minister is even being criticized by NBC, being called extreme right wing, because he's finally moving to not just arm all the citizens that want to be armed that border the Gaza Strip in southern Israel, but that anyone in Israel who's an Israeli citizen will now be able to get a gun permit and gun training, and we're talking about you know light machine guns, to be able to protect themselves. Now, that's obviously the answer, no matter where you live or who you are. With the crime exploding, the defunding of the police, all the muggings, all the carjackings, all these members of Congress that have been carjacked just last month, I think it's up to seven right now. It is such common sense to say the answer in D.C., the answer in New York, the answer in Chicago is good people with guns. So here is the Israeli government saying, okay, we're issuing hundreds of thousands of gun permits in south of Israel. We're going to expand it all over the country. Well, why wouldn't you be trusted by your government to own guns? Why wouldn't Israeli citizens have guns? And a lot of the people that have moved into Israel the last decade are not the traditional more right-wing people, but they're liberals. And you saw the folks at that peace rave or peace concert being attacked, being the main target there, just a few miles from the Gaza Strip, where two plus million people hate them and want to kill them, and then they're all dancing at a peace concert, and basically none of them had guns. A couple of security guards had guns and were, uh, were killed trying to defend them. So when you're not armed, you make yourself a target. I know for our audience of rugged individuals, you understand this, but this is a message we've got to get out. And we continue to see the Israel lobby in Congress while the Democrat liberals sit there and call for disarming the American people. No, arm the Israelis, arm the American people. That is the answer. Criminals, crazies, terrorists are always going to have guns. And they're always going to be trying to target unarmed people. That's why they hit victim disarmament zones like schools and churches and places like that. And we've had so many attempted mass shootings the last few years that have been thwarted or completely stopped dead in their tracks by armed security at churches and other areas. So that's the answer. But the big takeaway here is we have $6 billion given by O'Biden a month ago to Hezbollah's controllers, the Iranians. And now we see this attack happening. We have the tens of billions of dollars conservatively in weapons being given to Afghanistan by O'Biden to them. And it's going to be the deep state globalists to get money and power and control and are able to expand their police state and their cashless society system against us in the name of countering this terror threat. Think about how our border is wide open and tens of thousands of Islamist military men have come across in the last two and a half years conservatively. And they're now pledging a jihad here in America starting as early as tomorrow. And their leaders of Hamas and Hezbollah are saying launch attacks. But then when you try to fly, say, from Austin to Albuquerque, New Mexico, or from New York to Tampa, Florida, you got to be put through a body scanner. you got to be asked questions. you got to have your genitals grabbed in many cases. It's all a fraud. This police state is for us. 
It was never for countering the Russians or countering the Chinese communists or countering the Islamicists. It's all about us. And the government thinks we're so stupid that when these terror attacks come, and I believe they will come regardless, if not tomorrow, in the next few weeks, the next few months, the next year, it will then not even be discussed the media that's our governments that allowed this to happen and that they have aided and abetted these individuals. This is beyond gross negligence. So everybody's head is to be on a swivel. And if these attacks come, God forbid, we need to point out that it's the open borders and our government and all the rest of it that allowed this. Remember, Trump banned people from these radical jihad countries from flying here. When he first got into office in 2016, he was hugely criticized. Banned people from seven countries whose governments openly support attacks on America. That is just common sense. And that needs to be reinstated by O'Biden right now. And major pressure needs to be put legally, lawfully, culturally on them right now. And they need to be held responsible criminally in the courts if these attacks come that they have basically greased and funded and greenlit. Now, please remember, we're up against the new world order. And people are really waking up right now. And that's why they want to silence us. That's why they want to shut us down. That's why they're working so hard to do it. So your word of mouth about the broadcast is critical and it's having a big effect. Without you, we'll be shut down. And we're fighting for you, ourselves, everybody else together. As Trump says, they've got to get through us to get to you. And that's why we've got the biggest sale, even bigger than our Christmas sale going right now, even though this will deplete our high-quality products that we need to sell in the future, and they're not coming back in for a while, we are selling products from 40 to 60% off, like Brain Force Plus, the incredible Brain Boost Natural Nootropic, DNA Force Plus, that does so many incredible things, and a lot of other powerful products at InfoWarsStore.com, like Real Red Pill Plus, 60% off. That's how high some of these sales go. Folks, we're making like 10, 15 bucks, maybe, uh, on these products when we sell them at that low. So we've got to sell a lot of the product. You're responding, we're selling a lot of the product, but we've got to sell even more of it to be able to fund ourselves, so it's a catch-22. So please get a T-shirt, get a book, get a film, while you're at InfoWarsStore.com. Check out the InfoWars Platinum products that are back in stock. Get a copy of the unsigned or signed uh, new book that starts shipping in about, what, 10 days, 11 days? Uh, I, I, I guess less now. Wait, wait a minute, it's the 20th, so that's seven days. Get your copy of the companion book that's even bigger and more powerful to the great reset in the world for the world, and that is The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalist and bring in the second great renaissance. So get that book as well. That funds the operation, and it's a great book. Infowarstore.com or AAA 2533139. But pray for peace. Pray for an awakening. And understand powerful global forces are funding all the different angles and sides of this. And Iran gets more powerful, Netanyahu gets more power, the West gets to sell more weapons, they get to crack down here and set up a larger police state. And we've got to see through this and understand the bigger the security state gets, the more insecure we are. Israel clearly stood down. Uh, there's major polls out of Israel where almost 90% believe there was a stand down because they know what's really going on. This is serious and it's very, very dangerous. So they're saying big attacks get launched tomorrow. I don't know if they're going to coordinate it that. I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, but we're definitely going to be watching this very, very closely. And I'll be in studio live tomorrow, 11 a.m. covering it. Harrison Smith will be in at 8 a.m. covering it. Owen Schroeder, 3 p.m. covering it. Now back to the live coverage with Owen Schroeder and others at InfoWars.com forward slash show. Don't forget, biggest sales of the year right now, up to 60% off. These are flash sales, so they've got to end basically in the next day or so. InfoWarsStore.com. Thank you for keeping us on the air. All right. Thank you, Alex. We may be hearing from Alex again before the end of the show, so stay tuned for more coverage from Alex. And by the way, he has remained consistent in that message since day one. 
And, you know, I'm real proud of the consistency that we have here at InfoWars and the commitment to our values and to our principles that um, you just don't see anywhere else. A lot of people, oh, you either completely agree with me or you're a terrorist or you completely agree with me or you hate my people or we have to completely go to war or we're all going to die. I mean, it's just like these are irrational, not serious conversations that I'm hearing uh, far too often dealing with these big issues, but but specifically with what's going on between Israel and Palestine well, yet again. And, and by the way, th- this has always been the case. I'm, I'm going to show a video from a decade ago that proves how insane this has always been, this conversation. And so it, it just solidifies my approach of, hey, you know what? That's that's tragic what happened in Israel. I'm not, I mean, obviously it's tragic. The families, the individuals torn apart. It's tragic what goes on in all different parts of the world. And that we don't humanize. But it's tragic. There's a lot of things tragic that are happening in our country, in our backyard. There's a lot of very serious things going on in our country. But we're not supposed to talk about that. We're not supposed to get fired up over that. And I see people getting more fired up about things that happen 7,000 miles away that don't have to affect us at all instead of their house burning down to the ground. Now, I'm so sick of talking about it, quite frankly, that I really want to move on to other news. But we do have some breaking news right now. And it appears that Steve Scalise might have to drop out of the House race. It looks like the struggle is no struggle, meaning he's not even going to move on with this. It's breaking right now. Scalise does not have the floor votes. At least 20 Republicans have now committed to not voting for him. Now, check this out. Thomas Massey put up a poll last uh, yesterday, or excuse me, this morning, rather, saying, who do you want to be the Speaker of the House? Now, as of a few minutes ago, it had 75,000 votes, and Jim Jordan got 94% of the votes from the public compared to Steve Steve Scalise's 6%. So the people don't want Steve Scalise. Now, the people didn't want Kevin McCarthy either, but the establishment Republicans and the establishment GOP like Ronna McDaniel and Mitch McConnell and the rest made sure that he was able to shoehorn in. Well, now the people are saying, we don't want Scalise... And the Republicans in the House are responding to it. And so we're going to be following this. I've also got a clip from Jim Jordan talking about this when we come back from this break. Where were you when humanity was fighting for its life? Where were you when the globalists were caught trafficking millions of children for sex slavery worldwide? Where were you when the New World Order was starting World War III with Russia? Well, I know where you are. You're watching and listening to InfoWars.com right now, and I salute you and thank you. And I want to encourage all of you who've been in this fight so long to realize we've reached the critical juncture in the battle now. And a key tool in that fight is the Great Awakening, defeating the globalists, and launching the next great renaissance. This is my second book, part two of The Great Reset and the War for the World. It's a longer book, a quite frankly more powerful book. And just like the last book went to number one, it is up to you to send us to number one right now. This is a cultural fight against the globalists, and it funds the info war. Get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Awakening right now at InfoWarsStore.com. I want to thank you all for your support, but this is a book everybody needs. Get your copy of The Great Awakening right now. Number two of the Alex Jones Show, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. So, the breaking news 
Folks, this is even better than I thought. I, I got to be perfectly honest with you. This is even better than I thought. And when we had McCarthy's ouster, I, I was talking about how great a news this is. This shows that we, the people, the voters, are moving the ball down the field for our values and that the establishment, the Republican establishment, the D.C. establishment is losing their control over the Republican Party and over the Republican voter. And this was good news. And the McCarthy ouster was was a major battle for the heart and soul of the Republican Party. And we won it. We won it. Now, but I didn't expect it was going to be this good, where now you have anti-establishment Democrats like Ro Khanna filing legislation with Matt Gates of things that are well overdue to be done, getting getting Congress members out of the lobbyist uh, career business, getting single line, single issue bills and votes, having a vote on term limits, all kinds of different stuff that should have been long overdue. And now you have true anti-establishment Democrats like Ro Khanna and anti-establishment Republicans actually working to get bills done. But I still thought, you know, that they got a, there, there's enough conservative swamp power in D.C. that they're, they're, they can still throw their weight around and get their way. And I suspected that Steve Scalise was kind of going to be that guy, but still probably a step up from Kevin McCarthy. I mean, hell, a Democrat tried to murder Steve Scalise, uh, you know, the Democrat mass murder attempt by James Hodkinson on June 14th, 2017, that the Democrat media covers up and doesn't tell you about. Yeah, a Democrat tried to commit a mass shooting, a mass murder. Can you believe that? How didn't you hear about that? Because they covered it up. They don't want you to know that they're the real terrorists. And, and you don't think they're not opening the border, hoping terrorists come in here and fly in with BLM flags like, they, like we saw in Israel with Hamas? That's what they want. But, folks, this is even better than I thought. See, I'm telling you, what Kevin McCarthy did was so important. Because now, to be a successful Republican, you have to answer to your voters. And to be a successful Republican, you can't make empty promises and you can't be an empty suit and you can't sit up there and try to be charismatic like Kevin McCarthy and say all the right things and then do nothing. Steve Scalise does not currently have the floor votes to become the next speaker. Now, I've been monitoring the different people who said they would not vote for Scalise. Apparently, it's now been it's now reached behind the scenes 20 people, meaning he does not have the votes. So this is even better than I thought. And when Thomas Massey puts up polls, and guys, let's put this on the screen. Let's see what let's see what the latest results are. I'm guessing they haven't changed. But when Thomas Massey, who was one of the individuals who said he would not vote for Steve Scalise, puts out a poll that over 75,000 uh, 75, people have voted on since this morning. This poll is about five hours old. 75,000 votes from we the people, Republican voters. And 94% voted Jim Jordan, 6% voted Steve Scalise. And now the Republicans in the House are saying, we will not be voting for Steve Scalise. So Matt Gates has truly swung the pendulum on what it means to be a Republican, what it means to vote for conservative values, and how much influence we, the Republican voters, have over Republican policy and action in Washington, D.C. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rehash all of this when we come back in the next segment because this short five-minute segment, we're syndicated on radio. We have a large terrestrial radio audience, but the first five is picked up by stations for local news updates and local ads and stuff like that. 
So I'm going to rehash this all on the other side because it's that important. But see, and that's part of my frustration here is when, when I see other talk show hosts out there that get more fired up for what goes on in Israel than what goes on in their backyard. Uh, this is a big deal. The Speaker of the House is third in line to be the president. And the House of Representatives controls the purse, which essentially can control all government activity. I mean, th- this is a big deal. If we can get a true conservative America first Speaker of the House, I mean, folks, this, this changes the whole game. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Schroyer. I got something that tells me what it's all about. All right, I'm going to do something radical here. No, guys, take that down. Put up a picture of Washington, D.C. Or put up a picture of Philadelphia. Put up a picture of Chicago, uh, East St. Louis, San Francisco. No, I'm going to do something radical as an American. I know this is crazy. I mean, oh boy, look out. I'm going to do something radical as an American here. I'm going to talk about America. I'm going to talk about stuff that's going on in our country, in our backyard, in our front yard, in our living room. I know that's radical in these times. But I'm going to talk about American issues here. Because we got a big one. Now, I expected there to be some struggle for Steve Scalise, but I did not expect it to be an outright rejection. And whatever has been going on behind the scenes in the last 48 hours has been enough for at least 20 Republicans to say they will not support Steve Scalise. And the people, the voters, have spoken. They want Jim Jordan and not Steve Scalise. And that makes sense. Because, I mean, look, again, I'm stunned here. You'd think Steve Scalise would be a lot more hardened as a Republican against the Democrats where he was one of the victims of an attempted mass murder by a Democrat, James Hodgkinson, on June 14th, 2017. You say, what are you talking about, Owen? Oh, you didn't hear about that? Yeah, yeah. A Democrat tried to commit a mass shooting, a mass murder of Republicans. Of course, the media covered it up because that goes against the narrative. That Republicans are the bad guys and conservatives are the bad guys. And January 6th was the worst event in D.C. history. No, no, a Democrat, James Hodgkinson, on June 14th, 2017, tried to commit a mass shooting, a mass murder of Republicans. And Steve Scalise was one of the people he tried to murder. Steve Scalise got shot and was in the ICU. Thank God he survived. And so you'd think he'd be a lot more hardened to go after these demoncrats after he was almost murdered by them. But he pretty much just became a non-factor in Congress even after that. So I can understand why the people want Jim Jordan. At least Jim Jordan is, is leading these House committees and at least Jim Jordan is calling out the Biden crime family. At least Jim Jordan is, is dribbling the ball around the field, around the court. And so the people obviously want Jim Jordan. Now, okay, we'll we'll see what a Jim Jordan speakership potentially looks like, but it looks like Steve Scalise is out, folks. So 
This is even better than I thought. I, I knew that when Matt Gates successfully got the ouster of Kevin McCarthy, that the game in D.C. had changed. I knew that when Kevin uh, McCarthy got the ouster, that Matt Gates won the battle for the heart and soul of the Republican Party, which now exists in the Republican voters, and now means that if you want to be a Republican in Congress or the Speaker of the House, then you can't be an empty suit. You can't make promises that don't get fulfilled. You can't just be charismatic and say all the right things. You better do a damn thing. And McCarthy didn't do a damn thing. And he didn't fulfill his promises. And he was an empty suit. And clearly, to me, at this point, he was working for the Democrats the entire time. So it looks like Scalise is out. Now, what's interesting is, guys, pull up. I I, I may not have sent this to you guys. I apologize if I didn't. But Anna Paulina Luna sent out a message basically saying, here are the things that Scalise is going to have to agree to if he wants to get in. And it was all the types of stuff that, that, that we, the people, would want getting rid of lobbyists, term limits, single-issue votes, and stuff like that. And so these were the things the Freedom Caucus and the Matt Gates wing of the Republican Party wanted in the next speaker, and they McCarthy promised it, then didn't deliver, so he got the ouster. So I don't know if Steve Scalise wasn't willing to commit to those things. I don't know what changed for a lot of these Republicans that did nominate him, but now are saying we can't have it. Yeah, they wanted him to defund Jack Smith, have an impeachment vote on Biden, and subpoena Hunter Biden. Yeah, we could all get behind those things. Those are long overdue. And the Speaker of the House can do every single one of those things. McCarthy didn't. So, did Scalise, was Scalise not willing to commit to these things? So the Republicans have been meeting behind closed doors for the last 48 hours, trying to work this out, and they landed on Scalise or Jordan, Scalise uh, pretty narrowly won the vote to get the nomination, but something has happened since that vote has gone down, and now too many Republicans are saying, nope, we're not going to vote for Scalise. Looks like he doesn't have the votes. He's going to have to drop out. Now, here's an interesting moment with Jim Jordan, and and maybe he's just kind of trying to avoid the press at this moment, but worth showing you in clip one when Jim Jordan was asked about this um, showdown between himself and Steve Scalise in clip one. Like I said, the conference is divided right now. We need to come together. What do you need to hear to get the conference unified for a vote today? You think the vote happens today, Mr. Jordan? I certainly hope so. You're not whipping any support for yourself anymore. Nope. And you've urged all your supporters to vote for Mr. Scalise? We're a divided conference. I'm trying to figure out how we can come together. But I'm not whipping anyone. I'm not talking to my colleagues right now. I've talked to uh, I've talked to Congressman Scalise. How was your conversation with Congressman Scalise? Good. Are you interested in majority leader? Uh, no. Where do you go from here, Congressman? Do you consider? Hey, Kevin. Do you continue on top of the Judiciary Committee? What is your next step? How many votes do you think it will take to get a speaker, Congressman? I want to know. We'll find out. Okay, uh, here's another statement from Anna Paulina Luna. But there's Jim Jordan. I best, I, I, to me, the translation is, if the votes are for me and that unifies the party, I'll, I'll take it. If the votes are for Scalise and that unifies the party, I'll vote for Scalise. But that, that's pretty much all I can translate from that. Here, here's uh, another update statement from Representative Paulina Luna. I don't know that we go to the floor to vote tomorrow. Jim Jordan is who I voted for today in a closed conference. 
I will back who he endorses for one vote series, but after that, if there's no consensus candidate, we must find one that the conference agrees on. We are currently without leadership in a divided conference, facing a weaponized government while facing a war that has broken out in Israel while Americans have been killed by terrorists. By the way, speaking of that, uh, Joe Biden still not contacted the families of the Americans that are over there or potentially held hostage or have been killed. But Representative Corey Mills is over there, and he has brought Americans home. Republican Congressman Corey Mills rescues 32 Americans trapped in Israel. If I have to do Joe Biden's job, then so be it. This Biden administration is such an abysmal failure on all of this. Even John Kirby, he's like, John Kirby makes a statement. He urges Americans in Israel to escape via commercial airline. There are no commercial flights, you jackass. They're all suspended, you blithering idiot. I mean, this this administration is just a complete embarrassment. And that's why yesterday a member of the press from the New York Post told Corrine Jean-Pierre that she's, she should be ashamed and that their entire thing is an embarrassment. Now, I'm surprised that hasn't happened more often. And, and Mike Cernovich, I mean, probably the greatest moment in, I mean, outside of Peter Ducey and maybe some Simon Atiba, when Mike Cernovich got his White House press pass, he did the only thing he knew that he should do, and he basically excoriated the press, excoriated the whole situation, because it's all a clown show. It's all propaganda, and they just all sit there and take it. But maybe they finally had enough of the lies from Corrine Jean-Pierre. Maybe they finally had enough of the miscommunications between the Biden administration. Oh, we got money for Ukraine. No, we don't have money for Ukraine. Oh, we can fund everybody. No, we can't fund everybody. Oh, you need to get out on a commercial flight. No, the commercial flights are shut down. And then they only take questions from their stooges. They only take questions from their controlled operations, uh, except maybe from Peter Ducey. But okay, getting back to this. So there's obviously not going to be a vote today. Soonest it would happen would maybe be tomorrow, or this might take all weekend. It's I, I don't see how they can go with Scalise at this point, though. When you nominate him and then it fails, and then you have public polls where Steve Scalise can't even get 10% support. So uh, I, I don't see where the Republicans go outside of Jim Jordan at this point. But why the resistance to Jim Jordan? That's the question. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds both the regular shows and special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. 
Take action now, rate the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. My goodness, you see it on the screen here. These are Hamas terrorists engaged in a shootout in the streets of Israel, putting innocent people's lives at risk. Oh, oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Correction. Uh, No, actually, that's in Hidalgo County, Texas, at the southern border. A shootout happening between illegal immigrants, putting innocent people's lives at risk. But, hey, that's that's only in your own country. That's only in your own backyard. You don't want to think or talk about that. The 15 million illegal immigrants and all the crime and all the devastation and all the death that they bring. No, you need to be distracted by something else happening on the other side of the planet, don't you see? You see, anybody can play these mind games. You see, anybody can engage in propaganda. I could very easily sit here and say, I could show videos all day long and then do the bait and switch. And you could draw the emotional response, just like we've seen on the Internet. People sharing videos from 2019, 2017, Kids in cages from 2017, all fake news. And they say, look, look, see, we got to support Israel. And then it's a totally different video. We could all do that. I could do it intentionally, do the bait and switch. And, and it's not to deceive you. It's to make the point that that's how war propaganda works. That's how people use your emotions against you. Now, again, imagine, imagine, I just, how else, how else can you possibly... How do you explain this? Just two weeks ago, just two weeks ago, when the ouster of Kevin McCarthy was going down and the standoff between Gates and McCarthy was going down and eventually Matt Gates won the battle for the heart and soul of the Republican Party, it was the biggest story in the country for a whole week. It was really a big story all around the world. But but now we're right back there trying to figure out who the next House Speaker is, the, the internal Struggle for the Republican Speaker of the House is back on, and it's barely a blip on the radar. Why is that? I won't even answer that question. I'll just ask it to you. How is it that what would be the biggest story in the United States of America, dealing with domestic issues, dealing with all policies, foreign and domestic, the Speaker of the House, biggest story in the country, now the sudden is barely a blip on the radar. Now the sudden nobody's even talking about it. Why is that? Is it not important anymore? Is the speaker not important anymore? Why is that? Well, we're monitoring it here. At this point, I don't know how they even have a vote on this tomorrow. Unless they want to rally behind Jim Jordan. He doesn't seem too enthused to be the speaker of the house for whatever reason. Maybe that's because he's afraid it'll interfere with his duties as the chair of the Judiciary Committee. 
but he seems kind of neutral on the issue. The public support is definitely behind Jim Jordan, 100% behind Jim Jordan at this point, I would say. I mean, when public polls are showing Jim Jordan at uh, 94% and Scalise at 6 I mean, that's, you know, that, that tells you the story of where the public is at as far as the Republican voter. And that means something now. And that was thanks to Matt Gates. Thanks to Matt Gates, what the Republican voter wants out of the Republican Party now matters more than ever. And, and you know, you know, <laughs> isn't it funny? Isn't it funny that the same people that were anti-Matt Gates are no longer talking about the House Speaker race and telling you that Israel is the most important issue on the planet right now? Isn't that interesting? Hey, I just observe and report. I'm just observing and reporting. And I notice now, I didn't, it didn't even hit me until just now. The same individuals, the same voices that were pro-McCarthy and anti-Gates are now only talking about Israel 24-7. Isn't that interesting? Whose interests did they really have in mind the whole time? They claim to be Republicans. They claim to be conservatives. But do they care about what the Republican voter has to say or thinks? Do they care about actual conservative values or what they mean to you? Hmm. It would appear not. So we're going to continue to monitor this. And, you know, if we had real leadership in the Republican Party, I mean, at this point, Mitch McConnell, I mean, what do you even... How do you even how do you even classify or characterize Mitch McConnell at this point? Um, a, 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 a rotted husk, a walking corpse. Politically, even though I think physically we see there's uh, problems there too, obviously. But okay, where's the leadership from Mitch McConnell? Doesn't exist. Where's the leadership from Ronna Romney McDaniel? Doesn't exist. If there was real Republican leadership, hey, I'm all for struggling it out for a Speaker of the House. I'm all for that. I think that's healthy, quite frankly. This is long overdue stuff. This only strengthens the resolve of Republicans, and this only strengthens the core values of Republicans in the House. And now, more than ever, they have to respond to the Republican voter. But, but really, it's like this. If there was any leadership at all, in the Republican Party, they would be coalescing around Donald Trump. Now, you might not like Donald Trump, and you might disagree with that. that. That's fine. But see, I'm talking about real leadership. I'm talking about building a team and building a depth chart for success to win. So you would absolutely be coalescing around Donald Trump. Now, that's not to say you go all in on Donald Trump. It's very simple. You say, look, I mean, guys, roll the B-roll of the line outside the Trump event in Florida yesterday. Or it might have been, it might be today. I can't even keep up. Trump is still campaigning every day and every event he has, it's the same thing. There's miles long lines wrapping around the venue. There is not a single politician other than Donald Trump that can do this. None. There is none. Do you understand that? Love Donald Trump, hate Donald Trump. You're going to vote for Donald Trump. You're not going to vote for Donald Trump. Just recognize the facts here. There is not a single politician. There is not a single member of the Republican Party that can do what Donald Trump has done and that can get 
tens of thousands of people consistently at a rally every night, showing up pre-dawn, lining up for miles, waiting for hours to get to an event. You rally behind that. You coalesce behind that. And then you build your depth chart. And then you build your game plan. And you say, hey, we're coalescing around Donald Trump. However, we realize that nothing in politics is concrete and that Donald Trump is being attacked by the deep state and who knows what could happen to him. So we are coalescing behind Donald Trump. But in case the worst happens, we do have a backup plan and we will continue to run the primary process and we will continue to have debates and we will see who's on the depth chart. Is it going to be number two? Is it going to be DeSantis? Is it going to be Ramaswamy? Is it going to be whoever? And and see, that's that's what leadership does. But Mitch McConnell is, for all intensive purposes, not even there. I think mentally and physically, Mitch McConnell is a running on 0% battery. You're getting the low battery warning. And then Ronna Romney McDaniel is literally out to lunch. I mean, she's flying around on private jets. She's having fancy lunches, fancy dinners, schmoozing, boozing. And so she, she's not helping anything at all. That's what real leadership inside the Republican Party would be doing. But because we have no real leadership, there's this mad dash to figure out what they're going to do for Speaker of the House. It's obvious that people want Jim Jordan. Uh, now, I don't know why Jim Jordan doesn't want that role. I feel like he could take it right now if he wanted it. We're going to continue to monitor this as it develops throughout the day. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. You found it, the tip of the spear. It is The Alex Jones Show with Owen Troyer. If you take I would just say this. I really see this these, these, these last couple months, and it's not really properly felt. It's not really properly covered or understood. But, but folks, th- th- we have truly had the biggest political shift in energy since 2016 when Donald Trump was elected, truly. And I would say the ouster of... Kevin McCarthy was was part of this. And I would say that, and this one's a little more difficult to to hurdle here, but but I would also say that when you see the response from Americans and Republican voters to the unlimited funding for Ukraine, 
and now the response from American and Republican voters to this notion that if you don't stand with Israel for everything they want and everything they need 24-7, that you're somehow an anti-Semite and hate Jews, well, we don't really, we're not really taking that anymore. We've got our own problems in this country, and our heart goes out to our allies in Israel, our heart goes out to the innocent people that get slaughtered by terrorists, but to sit here and, and put this peer pressure on me that if I don't go all in on Israel and make this an Israel first nation now, that I'm somehow an anti-Semite or hate Jews, we're not taking that. We're not taking that bullying and we're not taking that foreign policy. And it's been a major revelational moment for a lot of conservatives and Republican voters about where people's values stand and what they really care about. And so when you see people getting more upset about stuff that happens 7,000 miles away from here, as bad as it might be, as horrific as it might be, But when you see them getting more upset over that, more outraged over that, wanting to commit more to that than the issues that we face in our own country, where the majority of Americans now live paycheck to paycheck, most Americans now can't afford a house, most Americans now can barely afford their car payments or or a car, credit card debt at an all-time high, energy bills still going up, grocery bills still going up, price at the pump still going up, wide open border, political persecution, political imprisonment. Yeah, there is a major shift happening now. And, you know, I'll tell you, I've never really been a fan of Ben Shapiro, but I've I've never really had any emotion towards Ben Shapiro. He's just another talking head out there who's uh, a lot wealthier than you are. But I got to tell you, he has really exposed himself in the last five days. And I think he's lost a lot of respect in the conservative movement. And I think a lot of people's eyes have been opened about where his values truly align. Again, I, I don't I, I really don't care. I don't I'm not here to talk about Ben Shapiro. I mean, quite frankly, as a member of the media, I, I watch all these other individuals showing their true colors, and I'm just like, wow, I'm glad I'm not that. I'm glad my audience sees that I'm a true conservative, true American Christian, and actually have a core values that I stand for consistently. But man, I mean, Shapiro is spiraling out of control because some of his audience is like, hey, Ben, you know, we got some issues here, too. You know, we got Americans here that are struggling and Tucker Carlson brings up points and then he rants about Tucker Carlson and then he hates on Tucker Carlson and bashes Tucker Carlson. Sorry, Ben, uh, Tucker Carlson's more important than you and uh, a lot more popular. And it's just like watching him spiral now. Oh, anybody who disagrees with Ben Shapiro hates Jews. What? Nobody said that. What kind of a bullying pressure tactic is that? What kind of what kind of a policy and approach to your audience is that? And again, I, I've said this consistently the whole time. I notice that all the people that put all their energy and all their focus on what's going on between Israel and Palestine, I notice that they continue to talk from the safety and the comfort and the peace and the prosperity of the United States of America, a Christian nation. You notice that? I don't see Ben Shapiro moving to Israel. I don't see Ben Shapiro going to fight in a holy war. Hey, look, to Israel's credits, to to, to Jews' credits, yeah, they do have people that over there fighting, by the way. They got over 300,000 people to volunteer immediately after that Hamas attack. So yeah, they, there is a commitment there. Good for them. Those are Israelis that are putting their country first. Well, why can't I as an American do that? 
So watching Shapiro spiral and, and watching his audience learn who he really is has been quite a phenomenon, I must say. But it's not just Ben Shapiro. It's plenty of others out there. It's the Lindsey Grahams of the world who, who now goes on TV and says we need to bomb Iran. What kind of a psychotic? I mean, honestly, what is how does how did what motivates Lindsey Graham to go on TV and say we need to bomb Iran? Seriously. I mean, let's let's try to figure that one out. Who is he trying to please? Who is he trying to cater to? What what benefit is it to Lindsey Graham to claim we need to bomb Iran? What a psychotic individual. He needs to be expelled from Congress immediately. Where's Mitch McConnell? Mitch McConnell has no pulse, has no heartbeat. His brain doesn't work. Again, if we had real Republican leadership, if we had a real minority leadership in the Senate, they would come out and make a statement demanding Lindsey Graham resign from Congress immediately. That psychotic little twit. That psychotic little cuck going on TV saying we need to bomb Iran. You need to be removed from Congress immediately, you psychotic freak. You go fight in Iran then, Lindsay. But see, this is what I'm talking about. This is the new battle for the heart and the soul of the Republican Party. And while we really could, it was really palpable and we could really feel it when we got Donald Trump in office, despite all the Republican establishment trying to destroy him, despite the mainstream media trying to destroy him, despite all the rigging that goes on to get Hillary Clinton in, we got Trump in. That was, that was the last time we could really feel this shift. I'm telling you the shift is happening again. And if there's, a, if there's an end mark or a beginning mark or bookends to this, it started with the Kevin McCarthy ouster by Matt Gates, and, and now it's being seen again where Americans are saying, hey, look, I love Israel. Israel is a great ally. We support Israel in this struggle. But wait a second. Let's not forget that we have a country, too. Let's not forget that America has its own problems, too, that need to be addressed. And quite frankly, we think that that's more important than what's going on in Israel. I think they can deal with it themselves. Oh, you hate Jews. Oh, you're an anti-Semite. And then there's the realization on the left that they were the real anti-Semites all along. They were the real Nazis all along. And, and, and guess who's been right about this the entire time? Right here. But I'm, I'm, I'm ranting now, and so I just want to stop ranting about this because, quite frankly, we're all sick of it. And so I'm going to refocus here when we come back. My, my point is this as we go to break. Folks, this is a major shift in the heart and soul of the Republican Party. If you want to be Speaker of the House as a Republican, you can't be an empty suit. You can't make promises you don't keep. You can't just go on TV and look all good and jazzed up and be charismatic with your makeup and everything else and say the right things and then don't do a damn thing. That doesn't fly anymore. And, and, and that was such an impactful moment that now there's a struggle for the next Speaker of the House. And it looks like Steve Scalise, who... Most likely it would have been Kevin McCarthy 2.0, Kevin McCarthy light, is uh, not even going to make it to the floor for a vote. That's, that's, that's the impact that's been felt with all this, folks. If you're a Republican and you talk about unlimited funding for Ukraine, we don't want you. If you're a Republican and you're more concerned about issues 
that are on the other side of the planet than what's going on in your backyard, then, then we're not interested. You don't represent us anymore. And this is what I'm seeing happening. And quite frankly, it's a good thing. Maybe we'll finally look internally and start scratching our heads. What happened to our great metropolitan cities? What happened to our beautiful metropolitan cities? Why are they torn down? Why are they destroyed? Why is our education system failing us? Why are we all living to paycheck to paycheck when we should be the most prosperous nation on earth? Huh, what is going on with all of this? Last year, we put this book out. The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of a society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself of the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. My fellow patriots, the trifecta has not been in stock for years. Many of these products have been sold out for years, but we've not had all three of them at once together at InfoWarsStore.com for 40% off. This is your best opportunity at the lowest price to support the broadcast, but more importantly, experience DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, and Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. All three of these products are back in stock right now for a limited time at 40% off. It would take me an hour to tell you about what's in DNA Force Plus or Real Red Pill Plus or Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about these products, find out why they're so game-changing, and get yours today. DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, all three back in stock. It's the trifecta sale, 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on air. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, we're going to continue to monitor this situation as far as the House Speaker is concerned. I'm not sure if there'll be any big developments that we'll know about by the end of the day, but we'll certainly have it for you right here on the Alex Jones Show, should there be. Uh, look, I, I got to cover some of this other news dealing with the Israeli-Palestinian conflict here. But, um, you know, it's funny. This is a clip from The Daily Show with Jon Stewart 10 years ago. And I think it's, it's, it's funny that this is from 10 years ago. Things were a lot less polarized and, and hyper-politicized back then, so you could get away with something like this. And I don't know if uh, you could in the year 2023. But I think this is kind of how we're all feeling now. And obviously it's not the first time that this has been a phenomenon like this. But 
So this is 10 years ago on The Daily Show. Tell me if you can't relate to this in clip nine. Fact. We'll start tonight in, in the Middle East, where Israel... What? Israel isn't supposed to defend itself? Oh, yeah, Mexico bombed Texas will be exercised... What other countries held to the same standard as Israel? Israel. People that want to destroy our right. terrorists? What is the matter? Year plan. Plan. Before the only democracy in the Middle East, you Self-hating Jew? <laughs> That was that was weird. <laughs> anyway, what I was what I was saying was last Thursday saw the start of a new ground offensive launched by Israel. Oh, 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 oh Tradition! Tradition! <laughs> um holy <laughs> um Look, obviously, there are, there are many strong opinions on, on this issue, but just merely mentioning Israel or questioning in any way the effectiveness or humanity of Israel's policies is not the same thing as being pro-Hamas. So you're against murdered children? Free Gaza! Free Zionist pig! <laughs> You know what? <laughs> Why don't we just talk about something lighter, like uh, Ukraine? <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. That was 10 years ago on The Daily Show with John Stewart. Can we all relate? Can we all relate? Can you believe that was 10 years ago? That sounds like it was written yesterday, but that was from 10 years ago. And, uh, wow, can we relate to that or what? Hmm. And do you think you could do that segment and get away with it today, or would there be some more uh, backlash? All right, now, um, you might consider this next bit to be comical, or you might just say, hey, let's see what, what plays out fairly and who has consistency in their views and who doesn't. Now, I saw this. This idea came for me from... Um, Joshua David Moody tweeted this out, this Ben Shapiro clip on Piers Morgan, dealing with the issue of gun control. But but let's see how consistent Shapiro's views are uh, on this logic that he has here. First, we'll play you the actual clip from Ben Shapiro on Piers Morgan. Here it is. What you tend to do is you tend to demonize people who differ from you politically by standing on the graves of the children of Sandy Hook, saying they don't seem to care enough about the dead kids. If they cared more about the dead kids, they would agree with you on policy. I think we can have a rational political conversation about balancing rights and risks and rewards of all of these different policies, but I don't think that what we need to do is demonize people on the other side as, as being unfeeling. Okay, so uh, what, I think that, is that perfectly rational from Ben Shapiro? dealing with the gun debate after the tragedy at Sandy Hook. But but let's see if Shapiro's values remain consistent, if Shapiro's logic remains consistent when we uh, just take one thing in and take one thing out. And let's find out what it sounds like when we do this. What you tend to do is you tend to demonize people who differ from you politically by standing on the graves of the children of Israel, saying they don't seem to care enough about the dead kids. If they cared more about the dead kids, they would agree with you on policy. I think we can have a rational 
political conversation about balancing rights and risks and rewards of all of these different policies. But I don't think that what we need to do is demonize people on the other side as, as being unfeeling. Hmm. Let's just for brevity's sake, let's now just roll them both. The first one, the original Piers Morgan. And then the second one is the edit we did. We took one thing out and put another thing in to see if Ben Shapiro's logic and values remain consistent. And so uh, let's just roll them both back to back just to get the full force of uh, this here. You tend to do is you tend to demonize people who differ from you politically by standing on the graves of the children of Sandy Hook, saying they don't seem to care enough about the dead kids. If they cared more about the dead kids, they would agree with you on policy. I think we can have a rational political conversation about balancing rights and risks and rewards of all of these different policies. But I don't think that what we need to do is demonize people on the other side as, as being unfeeling. What you tend to do is you tend to demonize people who differ from you politically by standing on the graves of the children of Israel, saying they don't seem to care enough about the dead kids. If they cared more about the dead kids, they would agree with you on policy. I think we can have a rational political conversation about balancing rights and risks and rewards of all of these different policies. But I don't think that what we need to do is demonize people on the other side as, as being unfeeling. All right, just some food for thought there. Just, uh, you know, just throwing it out there, seeing what, seeing what you think, seeing how it takes. But uh, there you go. There it is. And, um, you know, makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. Now, boy, I, I, look, I, I saw this. I didn't even want to. The crew brought it to me, and it's a news story. Maybe I should cover it. But, but I made the commitment here that I'm not going to show you any war propaganda. Um, so I don't even know if I want to show this. But, but here's what I find strange. You now have Israel buying these YouTube ads to make sure that they run on children's YouTubes and that you see them on the YouTube telling you about the 40 babies that were killed by Hamas. But, but there's a couple things that are confusing to me about this. Why, why are Ben Shapiro and the like freaking out right now that they're not getting enough support. Um, as far as I can tell right now, you guys have completely destroyed the Gaza Strip without any problem at all. You, you've, you've annihilated, as Bibi Netanyahu is claiming, you've annihilated Hamas. Every last Hamas soldier will be dead. So, so that's a good thing. And you've been able to basically carpet bomb the Gaza Strip, and, and it's all been fine. You have had no resistance. You've had nothing but some, some words out of the U.N., and then some some radical leftists here in America that are standing against you, and then them calling for jihad, which they always do. And it's always been the case. But but so what what is what is the panic here about? You've leveled the Gaza Strip. You're using your intelligence to destroy Hamas. That's all fine and good. The U.S. is not threatening to cut off funding or support. You're still getting that. What is it like ten million dollars a day, whatever it is? So so why is Ben Shapiro spiraling out of control on this issue? Why is Israel buying YouTube ads, making sure that everybody knows about the babies that were killed? Why, why do they continue to release new images of, of dead bodies and dead babies and all this stuff? I mean, you could do the same thing from, from the Palestinians' angle if you wanted, but okay, fine, let's not do that, and we'll just show you the Jewish side of this, and that's fine. But, but I'm just, I, I don't understand what the spiraling out of control from Shapiro is all about. I don't understand what the desperation from, from this Israel war propaganda is all about. You have completely demolished the Gaza Strip, and for all intents and purposes, the international community is not going to do anything about it. The U.S. is sending even more support now as far as uh, aircraft carriers to the area. 
And now you're going in with your ground forces. It's said to be 300,000 ground forces going to be moving, as Netanyahu said, to completely destroy Hamas. And as far as I can tell, the resistance to this has been almost zero. So why are you so afraid with some differing opinions? Why are you so afraid that maybe somebody shares uh, some empathy for the Palestinian people that are being destroyed and having their lives upended? What, what is the desperation and panic all about? It's, it's, it's odd to me, quite frankly. Focus on your mission and get it done, and it seems like that's what's going on. So, so why do I need to see all your propaganda? Why, why is Ben Shapiro spiraling out of control? And why are these other hoss, uh, show hosts insulting their audiences for simply asking questions. So you know what? I'm glad that the crew didn't play the video because I said consciously, I don't want to show any war propaganda here. So I'm glad they decided not to play the video here. I kind of left it up to them. They, they put the news story on my desk. So I said, I guess I'll cover it. But, uh, but it's, so I don't know. But hey, we got issues to deal with here in the United States of America. So maybe we'll get back to some of that on the other side. But the Biden administration is, is ignoring all the hostages that are in Israel. And now there's 24 dead at least. And there's still hostages over there, and there's still Americans over there, and the Biden administration hasn't even contacted their families. Folks, remember to support us at InfoWarsStore.com. Alex's new book, get it, the signed copy, exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. The Great Awakening by Alex Jones. Signed copies exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Keep us on the air. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore.com.